I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey boy, I'm not trying to be blunt. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. Hey boy, I'm not trying to be blunt. I'm not a prostitute, but I can give you what you want. Go ahead, just do it. Do you like the way that I move it? The way you lick your lips, you know I'm into it. Go ahead. Hello, you still here? Hey, gals, how the bloody hell are you? How the bloody hell are you? How the bloody hell are you, Lindsay? <laughs> oh my goodness. We're back, we're back. We had a little break. I've missed recording. I've missed it too. I've it, missed hearing my it feels voice. Like, it feels like so long since we recorded. Probably it's been a month, which oh is insane. Because obviously, guys, we record like a couple of episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've missed it. We're back today. We're in a new guest. We're in my actual um, childhood home, my mum's home. Yeah. Um, Surrounded upstairs. So. Surrounded by Pixel Lindsay in her awkward teen years. Yeah, we'll throw <laughs> a few up in the Insta when this episode goes live. Some real TBTs. Yeah, and I still a caught. How's your week been, my girl? Okay, my week, like, I've, I spoke about a little bit to you. We had a little drink before we recorded. As always. Um, I'm just totally getting used to this new... Like, for the last year, I was a stay-at-home mom, pretty simple life, you know, grand, could just kind of create my own days. Every day, I'm like, hmm, I'll just go to pavilions. Ooh, I'll pop into town. But then I started the tattooing, which has taken off really well, which is great and positive. But it's just, like, I'm not used to... Well, it's harder to structure your life around children because um, they're just so, like... What's the word? They're just... They're totally... They, they, I mean, they march to the beat of their own drum. Like, yeah, exactly. you can't plan what they're mm-hmm. going to do. Like, I'm insanely busy in work these days, but at least it's like, as you always said, it's like, realistically, when I'm in work, I'm working. It's, you know, it might happen the odd time where I have to take a bit of work home, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. my, my days are structured. I don't yeah. work weekends. I've got structure yeah. to my week where, like, mm-hmm. you... And you leave it in the office or whatever. And anything can be, anything can pop off for you. And then it can throw the rest of your week off kind of thing. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, they're just totally unpredictable and it's also unpredictable to rely on people for minding the kids because you never know. Like, people can say yes and then the day will come and they'll be like, oh, no, I had Anya. It was Anya today. And you're like, but I... And they're your kids, so you can't be like, but you fucking said. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm just totally trying to just, like, take... My, I mean, when you're a stay-at-home mom, and what's amazing about Snapchat, which I've started, and amazing about the podcast, is that as a stay-at-home mom, you can kind of build your own thing from home. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, so I'm still, like, with them a lot. But, you know, I'm trying to build up something from home yeah. and from that time. But then, you know, I always think, like, people will only take you as seriously as you take yourself seriously. For so sure. So I have to really push what I want to do, which is, like, I'm you know, a creative person and sometimes people don't take creative things seriously. So 
to try and get the time to record since me and Jenny live kind of far from each other a little bit well we're also like pretend adults and don't drive so that's (laughs) if we drove our lives would be perfect they really would we would would be perfect and we would never cry again but then we wouldn't be able to drink when we record which I always forget is part of driving like I constantly forget I'm always like if I could nip out here have seven cans drive home like I feel like when I learn to drive I'll forget that well I remember I'd be at like sessions and you know when they're like I'll drive in the morning you're like yes you will like the random guys are going to bring home and then the next morning they're like no I'm still lit and you're like but get in the car yeah, it's the next day just fuck it <laughs> shut up but anyway yeah so yeah so we're just figuring out we our are. structure and thank you for bearing with us I mean at the same, end of the day I don't understand ourselves we gave you like eight episodes in a row for the first eight weeks and thank and you and it was great yes. and I love recording with both and also which is something I just realised we should bring up because we have our podcast now over a month when we hit the one month mark which was probably I think we were recording that weekend so we didn't get to mention it then we have 9,000 subscribers. <laughs> That's absolutely, I cannot wrap my head around that. It's like, it's crazy. Number. It's bigger than our Instagram. It's bigger than our, obviously our Twitter, 300 people. Shout out to you gals. Um, it's bigger than either of our own Instagrams. Yeah. And it's probably the same size as your Snapchat. So, gals, thank you so much. That also it's a means huge number. it's and massive. It's, it's like something we t- totally just want to take responsibility yes. of. Yes, yes, and know? just be like, thank you so much. So, it also means that some of you are not following us on Instagram and everywhere else. We're it gals podcast everywhere. So go fucking yeah. follow us. So it gals with a Z podcast, all one word. Yeah, we have a hilarious Instagram. Um, and then our Twitter we're just kind of building up but yeah. I mean we're hilarious so that's going yeah. to be fucking funny Twi- too Twitter's really fun for because um, I feel like people who are into Twitter are really into Twitter so it's a really great way for us to like chat to you guys kind of so if you want to have a little chat and that's our favourite thing yeah. we love just kind we of just talking to you all and like kind of learning yeah. about you guys we also do loads of polls on Twitter but we did a really funny one recently about the RSVP style awards uh, I call it inward arse licking because it is <laughs> it's like <laughs> It's like, you're great. No, you're Ew, great. Who's, so who, which Jenny, of- okay, quick quest. <laughs> yeah. Because a few people wrote to me on my Snapchat. They were like, I'd love to see what you would wear to those awards. How good would we look? Mm-hmm. I have thought about that. So What would you wear? I would wear something insane. Because we, I could feel us first being like, oh, we should just go chic. And then being like, no, no. we have to go We'd crazy. get new tattoos for it and everything. I'm like. thinking, yeah, I'm thinking like Mary J. Blige. Um, what is that picture with like Mary J. We probably have it on our Instagram. Or is it little? Is it all the little Kim? Little Kim, Missy Elliott. Yeah, it's, it's Milan Rouge girls. No. You, no? Three randomers. It was like a dazed article. Gosh. And it's like Missy Elliott, Lil' Kim and I think Mary J. Blige and they're all just randomly in like, fuck, fuck. Or I was, all, I was also imagining us as uh, Black China <gasps> and Amber Rose in the... Simple life. Oh, Anyway, guys, we're not going to give okay. it away. And if anyone has old Juicy Couture Valure tracksuits, could you freaking yeah. please send them to our PO box yeah. that we will write you. Yeah. You write, we need them. I, With we need Jenny them. on the ass and Lindsay on the ass. I die. I die. I kind of want Juicy on both the arses, but then like the breast had to have her name. Our It Gals logo. Oh, stunning. Stunning. But I don't know what I'd wear to those because, I mean, clearly we're going to be nominated for the majority of them next year. Um, I know. It's stressful, but <laughs> it I mean, stressful. move over literally everyone. I mean, they're going to have to make an entire new category for us. Best podcast. Best uh, deadly biatches. And then, <laughs> like, that will literally just, like, gas his new betches on the block. I, I think we should literally wear full charity shop. <laughs> and yes. it not even be stylish. Yes. Like, I'm thinking, like, 
pointy toe, leather brown, knee high boots. Cowboy theme. Yeah, just weird. <laughs> Shania Twain. Just weird. I think it would, would be die. so much more hilarious. Yeah. But our skin glowing, our hair shining. Tan yeah. on point. Our eyebrows are tan. Makeup beat to Random death. Random clothes. Yeah. Random clothes. Impeccable makeup. That's yeah. my that's my vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Bod down. <laughs> trainer. Um, for six months before Personal trainer. Bod snatched. Or scent. Not that you guys. I would also smell. I'd also love like um a Burberry kind of like cheerleader skirt, something like that. Oh my goodness. Really? I'm just feeling oh, hold on. Tattoo. Remember that band? Oh the things you yes, said, other things you said. They kind of wore like random yeah. school girl yeah, outfits that would to be like gas too. and they were about well, we'd, 30. Al- we'd obviously have to be matching. Anyway. I mean, nominate us. And if we're not nominated, just write aggressive emails and be like, it is absurd. Yeah. Because we are not going to be wearing a Carrie's Closet freaking oh, two-piece. God. No, bitch. We're going to be wearing like freaking... we'll be the batches. Who knows? Dancing but, on the table, drunk AF, accepting our 17 awards. We'll be like awards. Lily Allen when she left the Glamour Awards after winning like Woman of the Year and she was like carried out by the bouncer. That'll be us. Except the bouncer will be James Kavanagh. Yes. <laughs> Yes, he'll be like, guys, you're clearly new to this. Um, and we'll be like, mm, kiss me. Thank you, babe. So anytime me and Jenny obviously have like loads of gay mates. And how many times did we go out and kind of, when we were proper single, low key, just be like to the gays, can we just kiss? Why can't oh this go God. somewhere? Ask. The remember question to, was barely. <laughs> I remember to Kyle being like, we could be something. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you go out and do what you want. We could be. Something you're By the way, I just want to quickly say before we move on, I'm so glad that so many of our listeners are being turned on to Sex in the City yes. via us. Because, whoa, I thought, I just assumed everyone freaking had watched it. Yeah. But younger people are writing to us and being like, you guys, like, got me hooked on this. Amazing. You know, that's our Bible, like we always it say. Is. So. It is. So anyway, really to bring it back, we started off talking about all of our feckin' followers bragging as per usual, um, <laughs> which is deadly. So basically, our podcast now, we've, we're kind of realising that we're deadly. We've got a load of gals on here. Me and Lindsay want to record as much as possible. We're both busy A bloody F gals. And you know that we are two of the realest bitches in this game. We are not going to sugarcoat shit Rapid and pink, pink, pretty pink paper for yeah, you guys. No, no pinky no. paper. Basically, straight out of the bat, we want sponsors. We're not unboxing anything. No. Okay. We want yeah. sponsors. We want to be able to make a little dough on this podcast that will pay for our taxis to and from our guests. Because the difficulty of the past two weeks, which I think two weeks that we didn't record, yeah. where we really wanted to record, but at the end of the day, our podcast at the moment is a hobby. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we take it so seriously. But it's difficult when, you know, we're not gaining anything from it to kind of keep it as a priority in our lives because Jenny has a full-time job. I'm trying to make a bit of cash from, you know, my tattoos or whatever. Yeah. So we are thinking um, the best way to go about this is to kind of get sponsorship for the podcast. Exactly. And like, first of all, in case you don't listen to any other podcasts, Something that I, the reason I don't mind ads or sponsors in podcasts at all is because they're clearly ads. It'll be something hopefully that's read out by me and Lindsay in our own little way. It's an optional listen. If you don't want to listen, you can just, there's a little button that you go press fast super forward. short. Exactly. One minute. Anyway, we don't have to break it down for you guys, but what we do need you to do, we would love to be able to show possible people who might sponsor us what you guys are interested in, what 
where you live, little stuff like that. So I've created a survey. It's like seven questions, mm. I think. Really short, and really simple. Questions. They're like you can do it on your phone on the Lewis. But they're I, multiple answers, so you don't have to write. No, no writing. Um, I made the test survey shine on the Lewis on the way to work. So if I can make it on the Lewis, you can answer it literally in your sleep. Yes. We're going to put it in the link in our bio on Instagram. I'm going to tweet it. It's going to be pretty much everywhere. If you guys like our podcast and if you like the episodes that we've put out so far, we would appreciate it so much. This is how you guys can give back to us because like the bloggers, you know, they want you to buy the fairy ones. We're not asking for your money. We don't want your cash and it will, our podcast will never cost you anything we're Mm -hmm. always going to give it freely yeah but how we can keep it alive is sponsorship and this survey will kind of give the potential sponsors like a ballpoint figure of what you guys are interested in Mm -hmm. which will always like be in your game because if you're saying that you like this or that you use this website or this app that there could be potential yeah. discounts and everything like that. And we want to be able to, you know, always give back to you guys. So if we're going to get sponsors, we would obviously, we're not going to be doing teeth whitening shite. It'll be yeah. stuff that we like anyway. Um, we're and not buying a bunch of rings off AliExpress and being like, I'm going to be designed a random ring collection. Yeah. No, we're, we're just trying to keep this alive. And like, mm. this is our time. And it doesn't, it takes a lot of time. We're constantly like... We are literally always texting, thinking. It's always mm. on my mind. When everything, something pops into my head, like we're posting on Instagram, we're obsessed with it. Don't get me we're wrong. We're obsessed with it in it, like the purest form that we adore it. But that amount of time needs to come from, we need to get something out of it to be able to keep it alive. Yeah. Because we're Well, alive. we just want to be able to keep, keep, keep giving you guys as many op- uh, episodes as possible. And the way we can do that is by just having a bit of cash. Anyway, to wrap it up, not shiting on any longer about this. Mm-hmm. If you could do our survey, we would appreciate it so much. And it's a fun survey. I love surveys. I love a good survey. Anyway, so this week's episode, we are going to be talking about, we're going to go into a little bit more detail later on. But Lindsay... We have hottie bodies. We sorry. do have a hot bottle. I hottie got, bodies, bummers, I bottles. Periods. Yeah, um, periods. <laughs> so, has dropped. Wine's literally just about my, to drop. My base has just dropped, guys. So I I'm can feeling feel mine. Very emotional. Um, okay, Lindsay. I'm going to start off today's intro app. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes in with an email we got, which I thought was so interesting. Yes. Okay, so go I'm going to read it out. Open the scan. Getting prepared. Go ahead. Hope you open your can too, girls. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, hi gals, this email might be a pointless rant, but it, in a conversation with my boyfriend last night left me so fucking livid, I had to email you, girl, I know the feeling. Oh, so basically, I was on the Topshop website browsing beside him and flicked past a grey jumper that said feminist on the front of it. <clears throat> he then said, and I quote, you may as well walk around with a jumper saying cunt on it, on the front of it. So, as you can imagine, as a fine-ass fucking feminist, this enraged me. I then proceeded to ask why he thinks that and tried to explain the old stereotypical view of feminist is not generally what the modern-day feminist represents. Being a feminist represents anything you wanted to. It represents equality for women. If you love and respect women, you should consider yourself a feminist. It really bothered me and it ended up in a big fight with him saying, everyone hates feminists, even women hate feminists. 
Okay, man. Uh, my, <laughs> my question is, how do I help educate this poor fucking fool? God, I thought you were calling your boyfriend that. Without him thinking I'm being a ranty woman. In every other aspect of life, he is so respectful towards me and women. Very openly supports women's rights and rep- repealing the 8th, etc. For our international listeners, that's about um, making abortion legal in Ireland. How does he not realise that those acts are actually what feminist, being a feminist represents? How do we as women rebrand what feminists are? It kills me that in 2017, a 25-year-old male still has the audacity to claim feminists are cunts. Oh my God, I'm still enraged. (laughs) I'm sorry, that email is almost tearing me up. It is beautifully written. Right? And I feel like I could write that, but the the way it was written, I just thought it was really beautiful. Especially because she's enraged writing that well. Even the end line, how can a man... The word cunt, first of all, obviously means vagina. Yeah. Which vagina is like the beginning of life. Yeah. That's where, where men we, and women everyone, came out of. No. Unless you were a cesarean, but come on. Yeah. So the word cunt, I actually get offended when men use that word. Yeah, well, I think they always use it in a different kind of way than when a woman uses it. I like the word cunt, but I never use it. I'm never like, she's a I use it when I'm really angry and I'll yeah. drop it like it. <laughs> yeah. But then I'll really regret it. But anyway, that's so the point. Her question is, okay, so basically, <laughs> I have had this I've had this fight with Michael before. And I am still continuing an ongoing fight yeah. with Jimmy about this. So I'll tell you so about we are with you, girl. Yeah. I'll tell you about my I remember a big not a big fight, like me and my Michael don't really have like fights, we more have me like we'll, and Jimmy have absolutely outrageous huge fights. Yeah, we have arguments, but like I can get over it pretty easy. He kind of gets a bit more he carries it on a bit more than I would. Boys are always more prudent. Yeah. Mm, I'm still upset. I'm still angry at you. Um, so I remember once a while ago, uh, like, to preface it, my boyfriend would be the exact same. He's super open-minded, extremely accepting, very pro-women's rights, is not, like, conservative, anti-abortion, nothing like that. He isn't like that whatsoever. He's extremely open-minded in those senses. Except once, I can't remember how it came up, but we were, like, talking and I was like, I, I just was like, do you consider yourself a feminist? And he was like, no. And I was like, are you serious? And he was like, no. Okay, also to preface, I was pretty lit during the conversation. But that's when they only accept the conversation. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, totally. So we ended up kind of fighting back and forth over it. And I was like, but you believe in this, this and this. Is that true? And he was like, yes, I do. Like, he's like, I believe that women should be paid equally to men. I believe that, you know, men and women are gra- like, you yeah. know, same shit, whatever. You know, he, he agrees on paper. You, you could write out what, like, you know, different definitions of feminism, but he still didn't want to own the term. And, like, my problem with it was is that I think that's kind of what keeps the term being a negative thing because when people are like... Yeah, I'm pro this, I'm pro that, I'm pro that. Oh, but I'm not, fem- oh God, no, not a feminist. Jesus. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. they'll believe all the things that feminists believe in, but they won't own the term. Because annoyingly, feminist is a, more, is a dirtier word than cunt. Yeah. Your boyfriend can say cunt like that, that, and this, and that, and you're a cunt, and she's a cunt, and I'm a fucking cunt at times. Yeah. But feminist. Oh, no, 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 no,
And when, in my relationship, when Jimmy um, comes up with just like, we'll say something low-key anti-feminist, I have to call him out because that's in me. Mm -hmm. It's in me to just be like, you know, I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Even little things, for example, um, Luna picks her nose, constantly picks her nose. She loves it. If she's shy, she puts her finger up her nose. (laughs) uh, It's just like what she does. And Jimmy was like playing with her and tickling her and messing her with her, and he was like, "Oh, you're picking your nose. Do girls pick your nose? No, they don't. Mm. Girls don't pick them." And I was like, "Jimmy, <laughs> girls do. I pick my nose. Yeah. Uh, so I just maybe that." And he was like, "Whoa, whoa, okay, okay, okay. Oh, hit a nerve." And I was like, "But like that small little comment can make something bigger. She can be thinking, I have to." Have my legs crossed. I have to be yeah. a certain type of way. Girls pick their nose. They pick their arsehole. When they have gel nails, the first <laughs> thing they do when one falls off, it goes straight up their nose and straight in their ear and straight up their freaking key. That's what happens. <laughs> it's true. We're, we're, like, we're women, but we're in unapologetic mm. bodies. Mm-hmm. Do women not have snot? Do I not wake up with crusty snot on yes. my nose? Don't put things on me that I have, this, have to be this pristine. Person. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like... in a relationship, you... Your other half sees you like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he sees you all dolled up, but he also, you know, like we spoke about in our last podcast, we also, if you're living with someone, you have to shit. You have to do the unfeminine things. Yeah, like and like that's, but that's where the problem comes, I think, is that like it's putting, I mean, we'll, we'll probably develop on this later on in the podcast because I don't think it's exactly what the girl is asking, but like I do know what you mean. It's like, it's they, the dirty word is like, they think being a feminist is being completely not feminine which is just really weird and also like the word feminine in general kind of pisses me off because of what you're saying feminine means you're like dainty and sweet and just very agreeing and nice girl to be around Mm. and it's like that's why the kind of like the roles of like feminine feminine and masculine are a lot of bullshit because it's like I could be way... I'm probably way more masculine than, like, uh, some guys I know. And vice versa, you know? Like, I know guys who are, like, probably, you know, stereotypically more female than I am. So, I okay. I think just in the same way, like, if he ever... Not that he does, but, like, if, I, if I ever I hear Rilo say something like, ooh, I scream like a girl then. Yeah. And he picks that stuff up and Yeah, and, and that's what continues and the I conversation. And really drill it in and stuff like that. And it does make me look, you know quote-unquote anal in regards to like Rilo will just say something like that and I'll have to be like Rilo and talk about it so what's annoying and from this email what is really annoying as a feminist woman is that when you are so outwardly feminist Mm -hmm. when the man that you're with who is choosing to be with you for all your feminist reasons and the way that you are doesn't want to kind of stand up for you and it is a massive letdown in your relationship you're kind of like hold on I'm fighting this I want you to be with this on me. Like, yeah. you know, like, I mean, me and Jimmy were together and we had, like, someone close to us got an abortion. So that was a topic that we discussed and, you know, we kind of, like, both grew in and we both were, like, very much, like, wanting to repeal the eighth and everything. So that kind of thing would then make me think, okay, well, he's a feminist man now, but then he'll let himself down in other ways. Just simple things that I don't get into right now but that I'm kind of like if you're here why can't you go as far as me well like thing is for me is like I think from that fight that I had with Michael that I realized that it is kind of unfair to force labels upon people um because the I'm pretty sure the end of that fight was just that like he was like look if I don't want to identify 
and scream from the rooftops that I'm a feminist, that at the end of the day doesn't matter. And I do deep down like the word, the label feminist doesn't mean as much to me as it used to mean. I think when I was a bit younger, I used to be like, everyone needs to be a fucking feminist. We all need to fucking tattoo it on our head. But like now I'm just like, okay, look, really, I know some people going around calling themselves feminists who don't have the core belief of feminism and they, they put other women down and they do other stuff that like, I would, for me, would make me feel uncomfortable. The core of feminism is the belief. And, you know, yeah, as right, you said, yeah. that like, mm-hmm. you know, if I see my boyfriend for who he is as someone who is like, you know, pro-women's rights. everything else. Yeah, and if he's not being a prick. So it's like, it, in one way, I know what you mean. It's like, it, it is kind of like a badge of honor, honor, honestly, as a feminist woman, if you've got like a laddish hot dude who you find like super sexy, who whatever. also considers himself a feminist. It's great. You're on the same team, but you don't, he doesn't have to, in my opinion, wear the badge. Now, I think you should call him out for saying that kind of bullshit. Like everyone, like all women hate feminists, cunt, like that kind of language. I would just be like, look, I find that offensive. Like... Well, it's aggressive language, yeah. and especially, it's I mean, mean. you know, little cutie, you were just having a browse online, mm. and then I hate when, you know, you're sitting down, and five minutes later, it's this massive, big argument, but, you know, the topic of feminism, when you feel so strongly about it, it does happen in relationships where, mm-hmm. because how, as a feminist woman, can you let things slide in your relationship? Yeah. You can't. Like, Jimmy will say something innocently like that about Luna's nose. And we're, we're in the family, we're like having a great time and I'll have to be like, kind of, you know, stick my oar in and be like, mm. no, that's not okay. And you turn into the, you know, crazy feminist to, oh, you can't, you know, PC. Yeah, kind of and it, it happens to me with like my dad and my brother a lot, like, <clears throat> because same, like they're both super great dudes, you know, but they, sometimes my, like my dad or my brother would come out with something or even at times like I will say something and the words that I choose to say that with, I can just see my brother like rolling his eyes. And I'm like, I know what that is. Like, I know what that eye roll is. It's like, here we yeah. go. And it's like, that's annoying. We the beast. Like- yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, like, so for me, I would just be like, I would bring it up to him. Just be like, look, you don't you can say what you want to think about the word feminist. It's something that I identify as. So I'd really appreciate if you didn't say something like that. All women think other feminists are cunts and that everyone hates feminists and they're all cunts. I would say that to him as in like, if you, you know, he just shouldn't be calling you a cunt. He basically called you a cunt. What I, what I would say is, okay, he called you a cunt and he's obviously quite flippant with that term, so I know lads like that, they're probably like, oh, come on, fucking, fucking, yeah. come on, come on, shut up, shut up, shut up. So when you're kind of coming through with the serious words, they don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, like some, sometimes with those guys, you have to like almost get on their level. You have to just, you know, like at the end of the day, he used those words, he, you know, you didn't like what he was doing. But don't let the fact that you are with you know, someone like that dampen your feminism. Yeah. You know, that doesn't equal... You being with that man doesn't mean that you are... Less like, of a feminist. Yeah, less of a feminist. You know, not all feminists have these amazing feminist boyfriends who are like, you know, repeal the eighth, tattooed and like... You Wearing know, the jumper. So for you, <laughs> mm. you know? That's... That's pretty rare to find a hot lad. I mean, it would be hot as fuck to find a lad who was, you know... Yeah. Quite masculine... 
or whatever. Whatever you were into. Yeah, whatever and then, you were into who also is like on the same level of feminine, feminism as you. I mean, we are women. We're going to be more passionate about that, unfortunately. Exactly. We live it's our, well, it's our place. Exactly. And like, it's very, it's something that I've realized in my older years that like, it's very hard for men it's actually, to be honest, impossible for them to fully understand why women are so passionate about it. And that's why they get so offended about it. I'm not giving them a pass, but I'm just saying that not at all, it's, no. they're completely oblivious to it because they've, they never will have to experience they that. They will never know what it's like to be a woman no. in any shape. Yeah. Like they will never know what it's like to feel walking down mm-hmm. Palmer Street and being scared of what's... They will never feel that. They only feel the protective side of like, be safe tonight be safe tonight and also just remember and I I mean I remember someone said this to me I think it was actually my mother she was like certain things are in our blood they're not going to erase quickly yeah you know like men feeling you know more adequate than women is sometimes in their blood that they have to choose not to feel like that yeah you know well it's that whole nature and nurture thing and I mean that's what when it goes back to the whole thing about Luna and Rilo and what they're hearing like as children that does carry on to you and I think you're doing the right thing by maybe being like mm, maybe let's not tell Luna that she's not a girl that, that girl's that at home exactly but then Rilo's now in school so yeah he's hearing stuff every day like oh I ran like a girl I would never have that kind of talk in mm-hmm. my household or from the people who I would surround them with but when they go to school into, into the real world that is still occurring up. from maybe older parents or just people who are, aren't as woke as me Exactly. And, you know, so you can't, I mean, not that we're, like you said, giving them a pass, but you can't punch them for everything, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, the thing is, is like, you've, you've said in your email that he's, you know, you obviously respect him and what he believes and he respects things like, you know, that women should be able to have abortions and, or choose to have one if they so wish and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So to me, I would just bring up the fact that like he kind of offended you because I just like, I mean, if you had a fight and he called you a cunt, you'd probably say to him and be like, here, can you not call me a cunt? What I do in, sorry to go through, but what yeah. I do in my relationship and which is I'm still working on, like, I mean, I'm not going out with a fine ass femme man <laughs> who's just like, you know, he's still, but I can notice like Jimmy's quite headstrong and he doesn't like to be told, you know, that he's wrong or whatever. I can see, you know, the gent- the gentler I am with my conversation and just kind of being, especially that we have children, I'm kind of like explaining, you know, we don't want Luna to be a certain way or two. Yeah. You know, I'm explaining it that way and I'm not coming at him in this like, how dare you speak about women and you didn't care, you know. I'm, yeah. It's an ongoing conversation that will come up in movies or in something in the paper or whatever will come up just in in life mm. going on that week that I will always push my ideas I won't exactly use the word word feminist I mean sometimes I do but it's just a, it's a more ongoing thing and actually what was funny was because when Jimmy was talking about the nose thing he was snapchatting it and I was doing my nose over in the corner and I said Jimmy don't say that because he was putting it out there yeah yeah and I was yeah. like Jimmy don't say that like we don't just that's not what I want to be you know I taught him and I'm like he didn't want to hear but I was still talking mm-hmm. And then he put up a Snapchat and he was like, sorry for the feminist. But he, obviously, he did that for a way that he wanted to, you know, cover himself. Hmm. So I think the more constant words that you're bringing in, you keep doing what you're doing. 
like to the woman who wrote this email, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep bringing up the conversation in a light-hearted way. Like I said, whether you're seeing a TV program and it comes up, you can just kind of lightly talk about it. And they'll, it'll more ingrain into them their thoughts mm. rather than if you go at them in a really intense, like, you know, the way that they think feminists are. Like, how dare you speak of me? You can't, you know. Yeah. If you just kind of keep on teaching them, I think that they'll, he'll like, come about because he's halfway there yeah i think like the thing is like she's saying that he's kind of there <laughs> but it's just like he has this whole issue with the word feminist so but i, I think but it wasn't just that like well obviously the issue but like he, he didn't want her kind of promoting that word i mean it's a it's kind of an anti-lad word yeah I mean like the thing is is like I would just say like look that to me I would just be like look that's something that I identify as and that's something that I like to be a positive thing so if you have nothing good to say about it then just don't comment on it to be honest because if he's gonna think think like that as you said you can you can bring it up in small ways but as an instant thing I think you should bring it up to him to be honest and be like you really hurt my feelings by saying that because if he called you a cunt in a fight you'd say to him I mean the cunt means not (laughs) you know what I mean it's like and like to you know how do we rebrand what feminists are? I mean, I think you do that in your everyday actions, just like Lindsay was saying. You do that by, like, you know, talking about it in, like, non-extremely aggressive ways. And, and also listening. Like, you can't just be preaching all the time. Yeah. You have to, like, learn where he's coming from, and then it will give you more insight of why he's like that. Yeah. And then you will be able to maybe teach him and mold him to a certain way. If you're just talking at him and not understanding where he's coming from, then it will be harder to get through mm. to him. Something that I always found the best way to talk about it is like, especially if it's someone like your boyfriend or your dad or your brother or whatever else, is give them like an example of something that happened to you as a woman that they never would have experienced. Like I've I've told Michael things like where I've been like, you know, like I've been like followed home by dudes when I lived in New York or like, you know, I wasn't able to walk somewhere without being commented on and it's like those are the little things to me as a woman that chip away and make me boil me up to this point of being like shut the fuck up and why aren't you feminist and everyone should be pro-women because I go through all this bullshit all goddamn day every Mm. fucking day and that to me when I tell them those kind of examples of like little things that happen me I feel like that to me is the way that they kind of learn because you're giving them examples of someone who they love and someone who they're very close to. Yeah. And they're, if they're at the end of the day, they're human experiences. And I've just given examples like that instead of being like, in 1978, 83% of women, you know what I mean? Like giving them these hard stats. I have a, another little insight in that. I have a great follower, Sarah, who I've met. I've done her nails. She brought me cider. She's amazing. And um, I met her once drunk in a pub after we'd met and I'd done her nails. And she was like, oh my goodness, I showed my boyfriend, like when you were talking about feminism. And she was like, the way that she kind of, because her boyfriend's older, and the way that she kind of got to him was to say, like, anytime she went out, if she was having a girls' night out and she was all dressed up and she was going out, he'd always blow, kind of, be safe, be safe. Yeah. And she was like, why do you say that? Mm-hmm. Do you say that because you're worried that I'm going to get into a fight with a woman? Or do you say that because you think I'm going to get raped? Mm. Or that I'm going to get, you know, someone's going, so a man's going to spike my drink, a man's going to come up to me, a man's mm-hmm. going to just do something. Yeah. Your, your own gender is why you're telling me to be safe a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. And do you want that? Is that what you want for your girlfriend, to have to say be safe? I don't say that to you when you go out. The only reason, like, if a lad, if I was ever saying, if a lad's like, I'm going out, I'm going out, 
be safe because you're another probably lad. into a fight. Another yeah. lad. It's not like, oh, a girl will probably shove her vagina in your face. <laughs> or puke on you because yeah. she's so drunk and messy. just like throw herself on. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen as much as it does. Men, like honestly, both my sisters, my partner, I've heard, countless boyfriends I've heard, if you're going out in a girl's night, they'll say be safe. Why are you saying that? And then that's why you're a feminist man. Do you want that? Do you want me to feel like that going out? Mm-hmm. Because we feel that when we go out. We're looking over our shoulder. Mm-hmm. We're aware that our skirt's short and that you're noticing that. Mm-hmm. We feel sexualized any time we go out and are dressed up. And I go out dressed up for the pictures with my girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not and trying it, to yeah, and impress like any dude. It's like. one thing that just like... It's like... I remember saying that to Michael before. I was like, it just fucking sucks. Like, he knows how much I love getting glam. Like, I fucking love it. I live for it. I love, like, doing my makeup, doing my hair, getting my outfit together, looking gorge. I love it. But the minute, like, the minute I go out to get the bus or get out of my taxi to walk to the bar, there's always someone before I meet my friends or meet uh, Michael before I see him and I'm feeling gorge, there's always someone that fucking wrecks my buzz. There's always, like, right before mm. I met you today, I was, like, feeling cute, woo-woo-woo, and mm. some man came up to me and was like, I hope you're taking me out in that outfit. It's like, they always fucking have to say it to you. And it's like, that's... It's, yeah. And, like, I remember saying it to Michael before and I'm like, that's the little things that just suck. It's like, and sucking it's just, the fun out of something that I find so fucking and fun. Way. And just like, for his own little, like... I mean, oh. yes, that's an innocent thing. He was saying, you look good, but it's constant. Honestly, and think it, don't tell me. When you've dealt with it for as long as you can remember, to the fact that you're aware of your own body constantly, it's just boring. It is. So... That's just a little tip that I yeah. got from one of my followers. That totally, she was like, that's great. Why you tell me? What it is. Say. It's true, and it's like so. The, I mean, to wrap it up, I would say, call him out for calling you a cunt because he can go fuck off with that kind of language. To be honest, because yeah. he shouldn't be calling his girlfriend that. And in the long run, just use a few of our tips we have. Just bring it yeah. up in small ways. Bring it up without like making it as abrasive for him because you don't want to just kick it off because you don't want every conversation you have around feminism to be a fight. <laughs> like that's just annoying. Totally. Um, as a yeah. So um, we hope we helped you, girl. Thank you so much for the amazing. Thank email. you for the email. It was so well written, nice and short as well. Uh, got to the point. Well, that was just. A, I mean, I just totally connected to that because you and I have totally. like, and most girls that I know who are with boyfriends, like, I mean, just don't feel alone in that because we're still developing our relationships in the feminist stance, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, like, we got to wrap yeah. up. <laughs> so that's great. I need to pee yes. real bad. So we'll be back in a little second. Uh, don't go away. Welcome back, gals. Hope you like that little uh, advice column. As always, if you want to send in your questions, email them to us at itgalspodcast at gmail.com and we will read them out if they're deadly. Just like that, gals. And either way, we will respond yeah. to you with some deadly advice. Some of them, not all of them, we use in the podcast. Obviously, we just choose one that is kind of relevant. If you don't want your question broadcast... Simply yeah. Just write uh, if we uh, no problem, yeah. we'll just respond to you privately. To be honest, um, if we ever like that one today, when I got that one, I was like, oh my god, this is so relevant. I knew we were recording this podcast, so I we always ask you and tell you if we're going to do it in the podcast or not. Yeah. Um, especially because we'll we will leave out certain information if you, if you want that yeah. to be left out. Or if yeah, if you write us something and then you say like we can use it, but just change. 
I mean, we can talk about it in a more like briefer way, whatever. Totally. But it's the best way for you guys to connect to us is via that Gmail. Mm-hmm. You can write a huge big essay of, you mm-hmm. know, what's going And it's like, some people think it's like really therapeutic just to even write mm-hmm. it out and send it to someone, you know? Especially someone that we don't know you. We're totally. Getting, we ain't you judging know. you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are we talking about today? In well, this? that email, the reason that kind of we really honed in on that email is because something that's been kind of following us a little bit is the whole feminism. Just what are, we call ourselves finance feminists. Yeah. What is our... So like feminism? we've like, we've defined ourselves as like finance feminists and like, you know, we've had like, you know, some stuff on the press written about us, which is amazing. And they're like calling us now finance feminists. Mm. And, you and we know... We own that word so Yeah, much. We and we it. die for it. You know, we die for the phrase. And so we wanted to actually, we were kind of like, okay, we better fucking not define it because we don't really believe in like super straight line definitions. We just wanted to have a kind of place where, a podcast where you can kind of go to yeah. if people are like, what are they talking about? Just yeah. like, you know, we just want to explore our feminism and it, we, I think we've had quite a, an evolution of our feminism in the past, like what, six, seven years. Yeah. So let's kick it off. So yeah. Basically. So when, like, I'm trying to think of when I started to like call myself a feminist. I think like I didn't have as much, I didn't really have like an aha, like, oh my God, I've seen the light moment. I think my mom and dad, uh, I think they always kind of like... They never really, like... I never had to fight against anything. Do you know what I mean? There was no, like, wall against it that I had to, like, push through and be like, I'm a feminist! I was always kind of brought up that way. But I think when I was about 20, 21... You good? Yeah. If you want to, yeah, yeah, so when I was like 20, 21, I think I kind of got into like Tumblr. And I think that that kind of exposed me to a lot of other like types of feminism. And I think that kind of like gave me a weird inspiration. I kind of got into that whole like, fuck men, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> feminism. If you, uh, that's a lot of times where you start. Totally. Like you're like, I, I think it's because you start, you start reading all this shit and you're like, fuck I fucking hate men and like they get it so easy and like you just like that I think to almost become a feminist you need that fire in you to kind of like totally you need to like build up to the hatred just to be like oh Jesus Christ I fucking hate it (laughs) exactly it's like I love you but I hate you kind of thing so I think that was kind of the journey well that uh, for me it was more like I love you but like or I hate you but I love individual men yeah well it's like it's like I it's not that I hate I mean, I hate, I don't hate this word, but like, it, it comes along with this kind of like preconceived like type of feminist, but I hate patriarchy. I don't hate men. I hate the like idea of men being the superior owning force within the family and that like mm-hmm. patriarchy or who rules the roost. And that's what gives. I'm just the general, like men are a lot of the time stronger than us physically and that they would use that to put us down. And it's, to their advantage. Yeah. Is, um, not great but anyway go on so so yeah that was I mean my I feel like my journey with feminism wasn't as like what age did we meet we met well obviously we're different ages but what age do you think you I were? think I was like 20 so you were no I don't know because I was 21 when I had Ryla but you Ryla we was met when two Ryla or was three. three yeah Ryla was three I think I don't know maybe Ryla was two but you're three years older than me you knew me when I was still married yeah 
Um, it was 2010 so yeah. because it was before I went to New York for the first time and that was 2011. So. Okay, so seven years ago. You just math. You uh, were 23. Okay, so then you would have been... 21. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I just can't remember being that fucking old. Yeah. But yeah, so we met then and we didn't become properly friends for like a few years. As you guys probably heard in our yeah. episode. Yeah, our first episode, one of the first. Anyway, guest times. So... Yeah, we, our friendship grew and then it got to the point where me and Jenny were just obsessed with each other and basically a couple and constantly hanging out. And as you can tell, when we get a few drinks on us, we go into the most intense conversations. We love conversations, <laughs> we love debating, we love just interesting, like picking apart subjects that's just... But it's just who we are, yeah. yeah. So when I, um, when Jenny and I were like, you know, at the height of our, one of the heights of our friendships... Um, I was did not want to use the term feminist. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to attach it to me. I was, dare I say, anti-feminist. You were. I don't think. Well, you were kind of like now, not to the same extent, but kind of like that girl's boyfriend. You had all the beliefs. Yeah. You mm-hmm. ticked all the boxes, but it was the label that you didn't want to have. You were just like, because maybe in your mind, I'm not really sure, but maybe in your mind, like feminism was a certain person or a certain well, I didn't thing. Equate everything. Yeah, I mean, when you if I think when you really want to attach the label to your being is when you finally it all like a jigsaw it just comes together and you're like okay now I get it because when me and Jenny first like were probably hanging out and like really great friends I was still Mm -hmm. pro-life like I've mentioned before I think um, in podcasts that I was brought up in a very religious home that religious home it was like an evangelist home like no sex before marriage was driven into my brain Mm -hmm. You know, you're brainwashed to be honest into yeah, that kind of mindset, extent, but it didn't seem like that, of course. I didn't, you're willingly because I had pat, I had you know, had sex out of marriage, I had done those things, but I'd still held on to pro life, I did not agree with abortion. And Jenny would talk constantly because it was like for me, what it was was like. I had met this girl, it was like that girl's email, who <laughs> I was obsessed with, who, you know, was so liberal in so many ways. Like, mm. you know, you had broken up with your husband, you were a single ma, like... I wore what I wanted, yeah, I did what I wanted. Exactly, you were like, the way you spoke was like pro-sex, you were like, you know, you were very sexually liberated in a way, you had kind of gone beyond that point. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You know, that way... that was one thing that I couldn't let go of and Jenny was just trying to drive me like, home. She yeah. was just like, 
how can you not see this? And, and I remember, I'd just be like, no, 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 no. One of the funniest arguments we had. Was I was on the bus. On the bus. <laughs> Oh, so, so like where were we, we were I think it was literally 2pm going into town because I remember I can't remember how the fuck it came up but I mean I think we maybe I talked about I think we the, always had an ongoing yeah this is what we were saying to the woman in the email always have an ongoing conversation yeah never leave it never be like no we're not talking about that anymore a lot of the time anymore. men in relationships are like oh I don't talk about it it's annoying me Okay, and, fine. And, I'm going to bring it up again. And I then you shove it. I'm like, Jenny, just stop. It's what I think. I don't talk about it. Yeah. But Jenny would keep on bringing it up. And keep <laughs> Probably on. annoyingly. But yes, annoyingly. But it made me the woman I am today. Because True. finally it broke me. And I needed to hear driven into me. On I, the bus, though, I just want to tell that story just yeah, for gas. Story. It was blah, so blah, blah, blah. fucking funny. I can't... I remember how... I remember the, the what sparked... I don't remember how we brought up the conversation, but I remember basically what I was trying to say to Lindsay was, you can be... Which is something I still believe in. You can be anti-abortion. You can never get a fucking abortion in your life. But abortion can still be legal in your country. Like, just because mm. you're pro-choice doesn't mean you're pro-abortion, basically, is what I mean. Is that, as in, you can say, okay, other women can do it, but I'm never going to have one... I don't believe in that. And I was trying to basically kind of twist her arm a bit and be like, you can still not ever yeah, have you one. Still be and you can still be, you know, anti-abortion. But, you know, there are some place, there are some circumstances that maybe could open your eyes. And I can't remember how, but I remember we were basically sitting beside each other looking on the, t- on the top of the bus, looking out the front and <laughs> under our breath, like I'm not joking, it was literally like we were both staring in front of us, a man behind us. And I was like, uh, and I was like but Lindsay you do realise that it's a criminal offence here and they'll go to jail and Lindsay was like well they should go to jail they're murdering babies and we were both like <laughs> like mumbling under our breath but I, mean, I can't be my but I mean I do understand like I mean I don't know what turned me to finally just understand abortion as not murdering babies yeah because of course if you're going to think of that like you know yes that's terrible and who wants that yeah but I finally just got it and and even more so like I got it before I had my daughter but even more so having my daughter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even simple things like she Luna has a swollen belly because babies push their their bellies out they're not used to they don't when you get older and you learn to just she has this belly it almost looks pregnant (laughs) and I imagine and it's awful but I do imagine I'm like imagine if she was a certain age had her period and she got raped or even something lesser than that mm. and she came home and she was distraught and she didn't want that for her life she wanted to stop how could I say no how could yeah. I say you are pregnant you have to go through that mm-hmm. how could I do that so yeah it was just a constant conversation that Jenny and I had yeah we had this great strong friendship but this big thing that just we really did affect not affected our friendship but it, we, we just debated about a lot we debated about and we both pretty much so passionate and I was so passionate for our life but it's almost like the the gay vote everyone's anti-gay until Oh, but Owen's gay, don't they? Yeah, and he's lovely. Yeah, I like Owen. Owen, I like his little boyfriend. Uh, he's lovely. Brian. Uh, Brian. And they're lovely together. They've got a beautiful house. They have brought... Actually, oh, we no, went no, over... No, no, I do. Actually, okay, fine. Fine. It's the same with abortions. I mean, abortion isn't as fun as gay. You can't... It's not all about love. Well, I think the thing is, is that, like... the. I mean, the difference between it for me is that marriage is a positive thing. And yeah. also, if you really want to go into it in depth, marriage is a thing for the church. 
Like, it's good for the church. They're going to get married. It's a big day out. As we've said before, Ireland is... Not for gays. Well, they can get married in my mum's church. So, like, they can get married in certain churches. And, like, you know, it's still a, a tradition. It's something very easily digestible because it's, a yeah, old, well, yeah, it's an old tradition. They get married. They know what it is. Abortion isn't. We don't all go to an abortion, abortion party like we have a, a baptism. Fun thing for no one, no woman who has had an abortion. Well, yeah, it's like it. it's a, it's a, we don't have baptism. We have baptism parties. We don't have like, yeah, got an abortion. Woo, let's but go I mean, to the pub. More so for so many reasons. I mean, it's just taken, and I'm still learning. I mean, I'm 100. percent If you don't know, I am 100 percent pro legalizing abortion in yeah. Ireland. I I don't even know how to. Begin talking about that because it's so yeah, and I think we we want to just like express that hugely. Of course, and we we are going to have like an entire podcast. We're just like collecting like because we're we're both equally now so passionate about that that we don't want to do it in any other way other than perfection. We don't Mm -hmm. trip up at all. So if you're thinking why haven't they touched upon that subject yet, this is why because we it's it's like I want to perfect our words it's like because we, it's a we, very complex thing to talk about I, I think even though I'm totally for it it's to me it's more like talk about. I think a lot of our subscribers probably are in the same mindset as us and we don't really need to be changing your mind about being uh, pro-choice I think mm. I'd say I'd say 99.9% of you are pro-choice we do not need to be sitting here telling you why people should be pro-choice when we do yeah. that podcast and we do that episode of our podcast we want it to be more giving you answers to things that you might be stuck on but anyway this isn't the abortion episode it's not it's that our feminism come, episode come. which obviously these you know being but that's what it's such, yeah. a, it's such a huge part of our of, of being a feminist because the root of her the root of the root is you know we have vaginas mm-hmm. we yeah we don't pregnant. own we don't own them though <laughs> no but we get pregnant yeah so this is why women are yeah this is yeah why it's which a huge issue. something we should bring up um is this thing that's going on in the pre- in the news i mean okay so what's going on at the moment in ireland okay, if you're not from speak here about it because i both of us have been reading up and trying to get trying to get as much information yeah. as we can this week because from my understanding on it what it is uh is that there's a new maternity ward being made in ireland and they're giving it to a organization called the sisters of charity which is uh basically like it's another branch of like the, the Catholic Church who have you know okay. already been accused of so like. What's happening is Hollis, Hollis Street Hospital is, it, is okay. being closed down, and it's being married to Saint Vincent's Hospital. Okay. The um, the nuns own a certain amount of that hospital already, but because they're exchanging that maternity hospital to this uh, the Saint Vincent's and kind of having it as a whole, that they're thinking of gifting the maternity mm. ward to the Sisters of Mercy. Right. Now, obviously, that means even if the eighth is repealed, even if the eighth is repealed, they can use their religion as they will own the maternity ward. They can use their religion as a clause not to perform anything, any abortions. Now, what I found... So I was reading in the Independent like two days ago. I just uh, happened to I now I don't actually buy the paper, but I still a man actually was like I'm done with this, and he gave me his paper, and um, there was three segments on it. So I read each of them, and Saint Vincent's Hospital have come out and said that they have performed abortions. No, on women who were like I when it know, was legal because there no was. recently in the past 
couple of years performed wow. because since the whole Savita thing. But it was that was repealed as well. Yeah, but since that, when women are on their death ah. we- deathbed and they are pregnant, that they will look after the mother. Wow. So there have been they came, the hospital came out and said we have been going by that what oh has already God. been that, that rule was changed when the whole Savita thing happened. So that which was mad when I read that I almost teared up to think that wow this is actually happening already. But the weird part, moving. I'm confused about that because that was then repealed again. Like it was made legal in the in the danger of the woman's baby, mm-hmm. but then about a year ago that was. I mean, switched. I cannot keep up with the kind of I know, complexities I know, of it. But it's that's so complex. That's just anyway, what I read they, in the Independent. Yeah, and like I said, like I'm just trying to catch up with what I'm reading, exactly. with what I can grab hold of, the totally. information that I can. And that's just like such a you know. And I mean, it's such a huge thing to try and grab information on because there's constantly such a flow of, you know, content and stuff, and people are writing to me and us being like, you know, read up on this. This is really coming out about it. It's so hard to keep up with everything. Mm. But we are so pro-choice. We want to keep up with everything. But uh, like, you know, we're trying. It's just like, it's, a, it's a, such a... It's so It's such huge. a fucking big bite to take out of something. And like, even, you know, when I was trying to read up on it, like honestly, the past few weeks, as we've said, I've been extremely busy for me. Mm. And I've seen this stuff go around. I've read like little blurbs of it. But I'll be completely honest. I didn't understand fully what was happening. And I think that happens a lot of people. And that's how stuff mm. slips through the crack. You because know? it is politics. Yeah. Like... Repeal the eighth is politics. Yeah. I'm not politically minded. It's not fashion. Minded. It's yeah. not fucking, you know, here for you to put up yeah. on Instagram. It's politics. I'm not politically minded. So I find it harder to kind of keep up with because mm. there's so many complexities and different um, TDs who are for it and against it. And I, I can keep up, but I'm trying to But that's all it is. I think it's like, it's, and that's the same with feminism. You know, I think you don't have to be, and this will probably bring us on to like, our next kind of part of our episode of this episode should I say you I struggled for so long trying to be the perfect feminist and trying to be so woke on like every single topic and every single part Mm -hmm. of it and know all the intricacies and you know and it's just like after a while you do have to kind of be like you can only do as much as you can do and it's not saying like sit back relax don't educate yourself but like I have just struggled and maybe it's just something that some of you gals have as well with just like not knowing everything sometimes. I would love to know every TD who is for Repeal the Eighth. I would love to know what they said in their latest but I'm just not up to date with that and I mean I could be but I watch YouTube like you know like it's my attention span for that although I like want the Eighth to be repealed so much I, like I don't keep up with the politics of it mm-hmm. to a certain extent and because it's such overwhelming like even when I wanted to research about that um, Sisters of Mercy in the hospital it was such a complex like it has gone it kind of seemed to have been a if you didn't know this part you were like slow in finding that so it was kind of hard to keep up with and then in other aspects of feminism like is there anything else that you struggle with you know what I mean for example and this is totally flipping it to making it way more um fun okay what I struggle with in feminism which is just who I am I love bitching <laughs> I just really enjoy it yeah I always have since I've been like 12 13 when I kind of first got my maybe group of gal pals yeah. in secondary school 
I just find it so interesting kind of talking about it, how other women are or other people are. Men sometimes aren't as interesting. Well, but no, I also bitch about men. But like, you know, quote unquote bitching, which I would think is just discussing how different humans are. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. But I have been in situations where I've been bitching and people are like, mm, not safe, feminist, now are we? Yeah, and that, and that annoys me. That pisses me off too because I think the to me the core difference between the whole like hating on women is like you're not bitching about those people because they're women. And you don't dislike them because they're a woman. That is anti-feminist because yeah. that's being anti-woman. I hate her because she's a woman, stupid piece of shit, blah 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 blah. But like you know, and this is kind of into our feminist, like the whole feminist policing thing of like women support women. And you- that has been just a fog in my brain right now because anytime, if you have been watching my Snapchat, I've been trying to kind of just bring it home to people, like not to kind of focus on bloggers, blah, blah, blah. Keep up if you're not up. Anyway, so anytime I mention another female blogger, and I'm kind of like, I don't agree that she, you know, didn't use the word ad or whatever I yeah. shied on about that day. I will get a dozen messages being like, funny, you thought you were a feminist and here you are trying to bring a woman down. And it's just like, first of all, I can't even be bothered fighting back. Mm. But second of all, it's like, I'm not bringing her, the, oh, she's a woman, I'm going to take her down. How dare she try yeah. and build something for herself? I'm just talking about the reality of her business. Yeah, It's nothing to do with her being a woman yeah well you being completely anti-feminist would be going on and saying like state of her she doesn't make herself look good anymore it's like holding her to things that are like usually considered or like basically you know maybe objectifying her and saying like she should only be pretty she should only be skinny Mm. and not you know recognizing her for any other parts of whatever the fuck she does you know what I mean but like I hate that whole like women support women because I used to think that genuinely I used to be like, all women are right, all men are wrong, women are great. But then you have to realise, not all fucking women are feminists. Some women are less feminist than the fucking fellas you hang around with. And Mm. they're absolute dickheads. And you don't have to like someone just because they're a woman. That's almost like as policing onto women by being like, like, you have to like all men straight women you have to like them all it's like mm, well no I don't and I also don't have to like all women just because she has a fanny but it's also just like women who are trying to kind of police how you are yeah like I mean it's not great I mean if someone decided to snap down at me or talk about me and being like she's doing this wrong it's not great to hear but you know it has nothing to do with my gender yeah you know it's just, that can be put aside for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's not always the forefront of someone's mind that she's, like, I mean, and at the end of the day, today in Ireland, we have a lot of female people who are doing quite well with their, you know, they, we have a lot of women who are on the forefront of, like, brands, Instagram, Snapchats, are very female-driven. Mm-hmm. And these are the women who are speaking for us women. Exactly. So we can totally kind of say, I don't agree with the way that she talks about women, or I don't agree that the way that she lies about her brand. Because, uh, you know, this, we've touched upon this, uh, especially in Comparison Kills and our Marissa Carter um, podcast. You know, women are lying to women. And yes, she's a woman, but is she... Like, how can I not 
talk negatively about what she's doing. Yeah. I'm called an anti-feminist because I'm hashtag bring yeah. her down. But I'm trying to support the women who are feeding into that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, with the whole, like, say, Marissa Carter thing or, like, a lot of these bloggers, like, they kind of... I find a lot of them to kind of use feminism as an accessory, which kind of pisses me off. Like, I think in the last, like, three years since, by the way, the person who coined the term is Sophia Amoruso, who it was the CEO of Nasty Gal, um, and she wrote a book called Girl Boss. The term, like, she wrote that book, called it Girl Boss because she found, felt herself to be a girl who was a boss and then it just kind of spun out so, of control. Yeah, so she thought that she wasn't ready well, she to was, be a boss. Kind of yeah, well, she was 22 when she founded Nasty Gal. So she was just like, I think when I read the book, my understanding of it was was that she still felt like, oh, I'm a girl. You know, it wasn't like, and yeah, yeah. And now it's been made this thing, which I don't really love the, how it's being used now, which is like girl boss. And it's like, you don't have to be a girl boss. But anyway, I'm completely digressing. But... The, just so you know, that phrase was not... Coined by Marissa Carter, basically. Like, I'm sorry, a lot of people I mean, are saying it was. And she latches onto that, like, ooh, did I? No, you didn't, bitch. No, I'm, okay, put it out there. Sophia Amoruso, by the time she was 26, was worth $280 million. Like, nasty gal, it's on basically every billboard, every bus around yeah. Dublin, and it's... Yeah, like, like it's been sold Those since. She hasn't been the CEO that. in a long time, but, like, she's... She has her whole girl boss foundation now. Anyway, you can look into it. Look it up, gals. She did not... Marissa Carter did not coin that phrase. Please spread it. This is what I mean about... Like, for, for me as a feminist, I feel like... You know, and I'm not putting myself on a pedestal. I feel like I've just been, like, so passionate about it for so long. And so have you um, in, you know, many different ways. And there was so many girls. Like, when I see all these bloggers out there... And I'm completely generalizing, by the way, I, I admit that. Yeah, no, but it's Irish blogging, it's pretty... And it's my podcast, I can talk about what I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I see a lot of these bloggers now, they just seem like the girls that five years ago, I would talk to them, I would wear fem- a t-shirt that said feminist, and they'd be like, oh, okay, Ew. whoa, crazy feminist in the corner, and now they're wearing their boohoo fucking feminist necklace. And That was probably made in a very anti-feminist way. Oh, yeah, by, you know, children. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The thing is, is that I feel like a lot of them are wearing it kind of as like, an, like like that necklace. They're wearing it as an accessory to push themselves forward and they're wearing it as an accessory to only get good reviews. Well, dare I say that amazing, I think it was ID um, article we read. Remember I told you about it? Mm. The, the oh, <gasps> amazing. So it was basically, we'll actually link it in this. Uh, yeah, I'll link podcast. it in the, in the description. It's so good. It's basically just um, an article which is praising Missy Elliott and all that she's done in her career and the way that she really like propelled other women's career yeah. via her that she wanted to bring other women. And then it spoke about Beyonce because Beyonce... Sings in front of a feminist sign every tour. Yes. But she... Refu- like in the article it says like she has like refused to work with women. Like even, I mean, maybe a lot of our listeners watched that when Alexandra Burke was on X Factor, she totally outsung her, <laughs> even though Alexandra was going for the prize. Yeah. Loki, you know, um, Beyonce used the term feminism when it got cool. Yeah. But Missy Elliott never really used the term, but was always doing the thing. Exactly. And, you know, Is I... Beyonce a feminism, like a feminist, like for drunk in love. The lyric. Yes, that like lyric. She's beside her husband, who is, what does he sing then? Well, he say, basically, there's a lyric in Drunken Love where he says, like, beat the pussy like. 
anime. It's yeah. basically he makes you it. Eat the cake. Anime. And I beat the cake in a May. So anime. yeah, and he says I beat the anime. pussy like Ike Ike Turner. Basically, Tina Turner was beaten up by her husband, and apparently there was a fight in it where he shoved cake in her face and said, "Eat the cake." And, and she was on all fours, and he was forcing cake exactly. Her. And yeah. so the thing is, is that people are like, she shouldn't be held accountable for what her husband says, but she put it on her own fucking song. Fair enough if she and was singing... And she sing- also <laughs> sings song numerous times in yes, live shows. Yes, and she's, you see her in live shows singing along to it. And Eat that... And like, you know, okay, I'm not shitting, you know, no one, this is something that we're trying to say, no one's a fucking perfect feminist. And just like that girl in the email... Beyonce, yeah, shouldn't be held accountable for her fucking husband's bullshit. But don't bullshit. use the word just to kind of, you know, Propel yourself. And this is, that's what I see in, like, Irish blogging. Not to always fucking go back to the Irish blogging team, but it's what, but we're, it's what we're surrounded by. Yeah, and it's what you guys actually like. And it's what we're, and it's what we're anti. I just see so many Irish bloggers now basically using and latching on to the term feminism because they in my opinion, feel that then it means that as soon as someone calls them out, they can be like, women should support women. And that's my problem with that term, that it's always used in a way just to put another woman down, to be honest. And it's always used in a way where like, but I can do what I want. Yeah. And like, you can, but you can also, you know, you should have reason for doing what you're doing. Totally. You know, like if, you know, and I mean, I've grown, like I was speaking just a second ago, saying like, yes, I'm an, I'm a feminist, but I struggle sometimes with the term bitching because I enjoy it. But I, when I was younger, would have definitely spoken about women's, you know, just in a totally. mean way. Oh and I receive that on my Snapchat daily where people are like, oh, have you seen this girl? She's ugly. I would never use that term for a woman. I would never comment, you know, I would never vilify someone's a woman's body or just be you know grossed by someone's body or just shaming a woman's mm. body or looks I will only talk about if Jenny and I are, are ever discussing a woman and just something that we don't agree with we'll really only talk about their opinions mm-hmm. and the way that they're putting themselves out there with their personality we'll never mm-hmm. be like look at the state of her oh my goodness like we'd never go low I don't think. I don't think. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to say like, I mean, I definitely. No, not that like. Have. You're right. Commented right. on people's appearances and blah, blah. But do you know what? I actually, this so is, right, this is a really good example. So this, I listened to, I listened to RuPaul's podcast. Okay. So he does a podcast with his best friend, Michelle, and they talked about something. Michelle. Michelle yeah, Visage. Fucking amazing bitch. Oh yeah. Cause she was on Big Brother. So you know her from that. Right. So they basically do a podcast and they brought up something very similar about this. And they were kind of talking about the whole PC thing and how things can be taken out of context and RuPaul was like look Michelle you and I get together and we say some crazy ass (laughs) shit together that if that ever got out in the press they could say some crazy stuff together but about us but he was like but we say that to each other because there's the base understanding of what our beliefs and our morals are and that we know that I know that you if say if you do say something about someone where you're like fucking date of her last night I know that you're not holding that about her entire being and I know that like I know who you are and your beliefs as a person now we will never come on this podcast and do a podcast about how Irish bloggers look and their weight gain because that's (laughs) projecting something out there and putting an energy out there that's really negative 
do me and you sit at home probably sometimes on the phone and get in a bitching rant and say <laughs> something like so right do you know what I mean you. we probably say like the fucking state of her dress but you know no I, you're so yeah I and that's the that. thing with the bitching thing that I think maybe you and I struggle with because sometimes it's I do that it's almost like an indulgement where like yeah. yes me and you can sometimes probably go way too far <laughs> when it's on a phone call or when it's just yeah. you and I and um, yeah we can go way too far we can just be I mean enjoying ourselves yeah. and it's not a positive way of enjoying ourselves but we enjoy it and we do it it's just but something like, like yeah I get it it's like but the thing is is like it's because we have this base understanding of each other's morals and each other's like understanding of the, of the world and you know if I, I it would be very different I've had I've been in conversations with women that I don't know as well where they might have said something about someone and they say said something like they called them a slut or something and it immediately makes me like defensive I'm angry mm. and I feel gross because I don't know that person I don't know whether they're using that term and that is something that you and I never say I will put that out there we never ever ever I don't use that we word we just stopped using that word about three years ago I'd say oh long I haven't fucking used that word I just hate it I hate the word like the word slut whore any of those words just mm, nah well Rub- slut for me is 100% because it's just not in any way seen as a fun how is fun like I mean how is fun and it's not it's more American so how I mean when I, I is a very but I mean term. whore I hate that term I don't I I but what I mean is yeah. that like sometimes I overhear women say that and it just that immediately is like a trigger for me that word it makes me be like oh why is she saying that I kind of if I hear someone call someone a slut or even a tramp I think that's the tramp same is horrible I hate that it's just really like disregarding the male the man, oh, of course he shagged her. He's a man, but the mm. woman's a slut for accepting it. Well, I remember you said to me before, and that really opened my eye about it, where you were like, there's just no comeback. Like, a man can call you a slut. What do you call him? A man can fuck you mm. after meeting you. Mm. And he can be like, whoa, you were easy, a stupid slut. What can you say to him? You're, uh, you're, you're also a uh, gigolo. <laughs> yeah and even jig is a dancer Jiglo's also a stripper like so fact yeah, that but so like so take, there's no comeback so exactly that's why it's just like exactly so yeah, like and a slut as a man is fun yeah and like so that to me is kind of like i do get like a bit of feminist guilt every now and again where sometimes i'll come out with something and this is something that we're just trying to come across in this episode where we're just like there's no such thing as I don't think a perfect feminist and maybe I'll talk about the hate comment now to kind of wrap shit up yeah okay so a couple of weeks ago I'm sure you guys saw and loved it we got an amazing write up in the Daily Edge thank you to Amy for giving us such great one of our our first piece of press it was amazing we loved it and I knew from that would come a couple of haters because you can't make it big without rubbing someone up the wrong way and do you know what yolo don't care but yeah. someone in work to me the other day or uh, a couple of days after it was like i saw a guy uh write this massive status basically about how he hates your podcast from finding it on daily edge and i was like uh i kind of hate that you told me that really knowing that it was in work yeah well. i mean it's a, it's you know i'm someone that i'd be quite comfortable but it's with. A kind of just because if you never know this stuff is gonna yeah come exactly you, or who's talking on the private yeah. chat or whatever so i was like oh okay grand um so i basically just searched for it gals in facebook just because i i just if someone tells me i'm sorry so how did you do that 
that because I actually didn't know how. So you just search for it, gals, and then just click enter into pod into and Facebook. Came up. Mm, if they're on, if they're on um, public, off. if they're on public, Weird. it'll come up. It's like searching your name in Twitter or whatever. No way. Mm. So because I was like, okay, if I find, if I find it, if I don't, I don't. Whatever. I feel you like know. everyone's going to tap into their Facebook. They can, yeah. Someone's Lock them all. Lock them, babe. So I searched this guy, found his status. It was really nasty. I'm not going to address what he said um, because there's no point. But um, basically, it was a lot of crap. Uh, so basically, I it was on public, uh, so you could comment on it. So I com oh. I commented on it first, saying "fuck off." So you could, even though you were in friends with him, yeah, because his pr- his profile was on no, public or whatever. Not. Mm. See, I'm not. I haven't been using Facebook really in the past two years as a major like so it's obviously kind of taken on a lot of the same like twitter things and stuff like uh, that no it's always it's just your privacy settings that's all it is um yeah so but no, anyway I so i found this never would have known. went into it um and i commented on it and i knew i was like i just want this guy to know that i saw it that's all i wanted because i was like if you're gonna put it out there you say it to my face you're gonna put it on public i'm gonna be like saw you I'm not, I didn't want to get into a big thing, so I just was like, thanks for the shout-out, because at the end of the day, you probably gave me five more subscribers. I mean, negative reviews get amazing. Like, <laughs> bit of controversy positive. always never hurts. So I text, I said that to him, and he was actually grand in the comments. And then, so then I decided to... He said something like, if you want to discuss any of my points here, like, message me. And there was one point that I just kind of felt was kind of slanderous upon Lindsay and I. It was something that... Basically, he compared us to the alt-right movement, uh, which I was like, that's just something that, like, to me is completely against. I just don't want that on the internet. My name beside that. It's flippant way. Yeah, exactly. It's really flippant and it's really annoying. So, And I knew he was just trolling, basically, and trying to get a, a... But I just didn't want my name associated with but that without me trolls are looking for the reaction so they are but he I was mean, actually grand it, I will give him the benefit of the doubt they're also open to it yeah. do you know the way I'll give him the benefit of the doubt like the, so anyway we went on and had a conversation there's no point in me going into the ins and out of it but something that came up that was to be honest at the end of our conversation we actually agreed on a lot of things which was quite interesting um, but something that did come up was basically he said something like um, one of his main points why he didn't like us is that he thought that our brand of feminism he kind of thought that we were jumping on feminism just to kind of have a lull and kind of do stuff like that and kind of wear it as an accessory um I don't know what episode he listened to so maybe he picked the wrong episode I'm not sure um but he thought that and we basically talked back and forth and he said something to me where he was like I'm I work in like the liberal arts I work around a lot of artists it seems like he worked around quite a lot of very um scholarly quite well-to-do uh very educated highly educated feminist people who are constantly having these intense deep probably really interesting discussions around feminism really probably like for example when earlier on in our podcast we were talking about us finding it a bit more difficult to keep up with certain political things in yeah. regards to feminism. These people are probably people extremely are like, woke oh, on it. If you don't know, then maybe you're not really feminist. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for those I, people. Well, well, he I'm, was. I'm lulling for that. But yeah. what I'm saying is that, like... They were extremely... If you're a 19-year-old hunzo, and you're, like, yeah. that's fine, people are, and you're a feminist, how can you compete with someone who knows everything? And they can... People, like, can dumb me down as a feminist. Yeah. Like, I can be like, 
you know, this is what I think. And then we're like, really funny? It's yeah. funny because you're actually doing that wrong. And this is, what, yeah. this is what he and I started to talk about because I basically said to him, I was like, look, the reason Lindsay and I have our own kind of experience and our own... Um, way of talking about feminism is because genuinely like I mean I'm sure I can talk for you too we Mm -hmm. have been made feel by feminists lesser and not feminist so we've kind of had to carve our own little kind of space in feminism where we do our own thing and that was it was a great conversation to have basically because we he was then like whoa I never thought about it like that well the women that we are reaching those scholars well-spoken la di da who do to do, 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 do women wouldn't be able to reach the women that we can mm. reach so it is an inconclusive thing uh, we all you know yeah i said that to him as well i was like look you have to realize that like we're not um we want to be able to appeal to like a huge like not only people who have just discovered feminism or not only people who are like us and just you know um kind of think of themselves as like super feminist we want to appeal to all people and bring them in and lure them yeah. in and then if they want to go off if they want to stop it there grand if they want to go off and become scholars cool because if you have this kind of like pretentious and i'm just using that word it is pretentious though. Can, as in like i'm a feminist and darling you're just not there yet mm. sweetie snackums like you haven't like, got the degree yet like Fuck off. listen you can be a feminist to be honest, you can be a feminist and still, you, you can be half feminist. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be fully there because there's always going to be someone who's catching you out. How funny that you're a feminist, but he, like you sucked his dick. How are you a feminist? And mm-hmm. There's always someone who's going to call you out and try and, I mean, when I tried veganism, one of the massive turnoffs of veganism was like, I was not eating cheese, I was not eating meat, eggs, anything, and I was focused and people were like... <laughs> funny because that concealer actually was tested and it just totally turned me off yeah. the whole thing yeah because i was like oh okay i can't do it right so i'm not even gonna bother mm-hmm. and i don't want to turn people off feminism i don't want to be like oh funny you did that you're not feminist mm-hmm. that's not how it goes we're all growing no one knows what it mm-hmm. is fully yet mm-hmm. like it's still growing and that's to me like the sign of a true feminist personally and i think you'll agree with me is someone whose feminism is constantly evolving because that means they're listening to other people, yeah, they're taking in ideas, they're learning, they're accepting, they're changing. That is the sign of growth. Because you're one person, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yes, you may have one friend who went through this and this and that, but you're one person and you only know your experiences. So you can't be a full, well, all-rounded view on everything yes. to be like totally like, well, I know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You can trip up anyone in anything. And if you're going to be that person who's pointing the finger and be like, funny, thought you were feminist, but it's hilarious that your bra strap showing. You shouldn't be wearing a bra. It's like boring. And it's all, <laughs> like I always say this, it's just disregarding the actual point. And yeah. It's taking it to another really superficial, boring level. But to be honest, I'm if you're a feminist, feminist and you're spending your entire fucking time policing other feminists, you're not using your education to the right extent. Because what you, you said, a beautiful thing, I hope I remind you so you can say it probably more than me. Like, if you're trying to police someone, mm-hmm. then you're just trying to hone women in to be a certain type of feminist. Exactly. And it's just 
why we're feminist because we don't have to be a certain type of woman I don't want to be the type of feminist who is constantly raging about stuff who is constantly like how dare you say that how dare you I will wear it I want like I will cut my hair short I don't want to be that kind Mm. of feminist I want to be the kind of feminist who is cakes herself Mm. who you know wears doesn't want to wear a moon cup because I can't be feckin' ours. You know, that doesn't mean and it's just like that the, I'm not that. Exactly. I want to be my own type. Yeah. Well, we're not all the same type of person and, you know, one big the one of the biggest struggles as women and we'll probably end on this point. One of the biggest struggles for women is that we're all plopped in the same pot, the same melting pot of tits, ass, hair, makeup, boobs, sexy big bitches. <laughs> okay? Yes. And not all women want to be in that pot. And now we've come to the point of the pot is boiling up and boiling over and there's loads of different type of women and we're all embracing all these different kinds. And yet within what's meant to be the most liberal and most out, like outward thinking section of women, which is like feminism, which I would think would be like, cool, we're all friends here. They're trying to scoop everyone back in and be like, no, 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 you can't be feminist like that. No, 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 no. And it's like, as a feminist, I think the last way that you should be using your voice and your opinion is on other women. Let them fucking do themselves. I'm happy for a girl going out flashing her gi. Yeah. I'm happy for a girl going out there waving her tampon in the air. And I'm, I'm happy, happy for a woman who just wants to shun the gym, who doesn't want to yes. be... Yes! Like the way that I kind of... Even like, I'm, like we said, we're always evolving. We're always kind of getting new points that kind of make more sense in our head. Like when you think about like... Do you, like, say you and your friends, say you're in your group chat and three of the girls love this one blogger. She's so me, I connect with her, she's my gal. And then another girl's like, no, this girl's so funny. And they're like, I didn't really get her. Like, just as, like, this, in Ireland at the moment, like, we always talk about the bloggers, there's this kind of fight for the top blogger. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not A&T. It's clearly us, go on. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's this fight for, like, I mean, is Pippa O'Connor, is it this? Who's yeah. The Who's the, like, they want to win. Someone yeah. wants to get it all. Yeah. To get all the endorsements, get every thing out there. But, like, there's not one blogger for everyone. Different women seek different things. Mm-hmm. And that's just feminism. Like, you know, women need a bigger blogger. Women need a blogger who has skin issues. Or, mm-hmm. like, just, like, makeup artists. Yeah. Like, you know, if you, like, people love makeup artists. I... You need someone who's dealing with acne. You need a woman who's... Or like when I first got into the gym, I loved watching all the fitness ones because I was like, oh, here's all these girls that are doing... You know, it it gives you different motivation and that's the same with feminism. It's like... There's not one size fits all. Yeah. That's what, like, I mean, women clothes sometimes are designed like that. It doesn't work like that. And most feminists are against one size fits all. So you can't be for one size fits all feminism and anti one size fits all leggings. So just don't think that you're going to hit every point. You're a feminist in your own body. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stand up for every single woman ever. Like for Jenny and I, we're, you know, like we are the women that we are. We fight for the women we are. We encourage you to fight for the women that you are. Totally. But we can't, you know, talk about every woman's issue because every woman has like such intricate yeah. issues. And, and you and I you are know. only two women and we've only had two lives. It would be false if we tried to. Exactly. And that's, you know, so... We we do hope that we, you know, to, to touch on not being able to hit all points, we could talk for 17 hours on this and we will mm-hmm. 100% probably make this into a series, like have a couple of episodes every month or so yeah. about like different feminist issues. But we for this episode, we just wanted to bring a little taste of 
our journey with feminism, where we're kind of at in our head now with feminism and... And like these podcasts also we use amongst ourselves as a conversational piece where mm-hmm. we're both learning from each other. Totally. And kind of, you know, just exploring the term. We don't... I mean, we're always having conversations, Jenny and I, but we you know segment off these podcasts to have like honed in conversations and it's so interesting to explore things that are already going on in our heads there are nine thousand of you gals that is nine thousand different female experiences that Lindsay and i probably have not lived and if you guys have ever felt that you've been feminist policed or if you guys have i don't know had an inner struggle with feminism or yeah if going- you guys are kind of feminist but are thinking you know you're enjoying maybe in hashtag anti-feminist part of life yeah let us know because these are the things that i think in feminism should be talked about because we're as okay as you said which we'll end it on we are beautifully flawed people we are women in human bodies unapologetic bodies unapologetic and we pick our nose yeah (laughs) like i'm a woman who randomly has gloopy discharge one week who has like leaking eye next week i'm not a I'm not a woman who doesn't shit. <laughs> yeah. I like I open Sometimes I don't and that equals a bloat of belly. Yeah. You know, like exactly and we're so, unapologetic bodies and then we have to somehow live with that with Exactly. Exactly. So guys, thank you so much once again for tuning into Ikal's podcast. We appreciate it so fucking much. If so you, much. If you've made it this long please do our survey. We would love it so much. And it will just it will benefit us all like I swear like because it's just what's going to keep us going and stuff. it will and like you know end goal guys let's be real me and Lindsay doing this five days a week going on to Saint Tropez yeah. <laughs> doing this five days a week from our own island where you're all invited uh, yeah so 100% and look um, if we'll give you I'm going to give him a little tip Bitlands what we, le- we leaked it we leaked it we leaked our own gossip in the Daily Mail or the Daily Mail Daily Edge Daily we Mail are week, hoping to fucking plan an It Gals party which is going to be unreal probably end of summer but this is also going to be something that we might have to pay people for we might have to rent a space we're figuring it out we've not done this before but, but we, we freaking want to do it because there's nothing more the, only, the biggest love that we have with this podcast is like we said before so many freaking times your emails just your conversation gives it life it really gives does it life. and like what the fuck would we be without you guys exactly nothing so we want to have a party where we're like we play all our deadly tunes yeah. and we, we want to exactly you guys all come and it will be freaking loads we want to do it as like a fundraiser once again um but like again with the fundraiser we want to be able to give you guys a savage night but with that might come we don't know there could be expenses i'm sure there will be if we get a fucking sponsor we will put all the money from that month into the party you know so yeah. if you could do our survey we would appreciate it so much we love like, you, you guys know i want to say real quick what the fuck blogger sesh is hashtag none of those bloggers sesh we sesh we sesh Everyone who follows me is like, oh, I'm session, I'm session, I've been session. Yeah. We sesh, we want to sesh with you, yeah. with you, with We don't you. want to do an awkward meet and greet. No, no. You will be don't having... Come to our makeup masterclass. Come get literally lit, lit with us and we will be like on your knees. Come twerk on a stage like, with us, gals. And you, we will spill because Jenny and I, when we get a drink into us, oh. okay, do you want to know our entire life story? Do you want to know? What, do you want screenshots of our best selfies naked? Yes. I'll show it. you my nudes. I've done it before. Yeah, uh, the first time Jenny took a nude, she went around to uh, Twisted Pepper. Remember that was good. <laughs> Jenny invented nudes. Like, remember she was like, Lindsay, took a naked photo. I, was like, I literally was no doing way. nudes in 2011. Yeah. And she Saved it on my phone. Like, oh, and it was beautiful. And I God showed everyone. showed 
loads of guys. Show, loads of nine guys. I'm not even got in the girl. I showed everyone. Twi- the twist pepper. woman in the toilet cubicle. Yeah. Freaking I was hilarious. just like, look how unreal I look. Yeah. So anyway, guys, if you want to see my nudes, come to our party. If you want to have a party, please do our survey. We love you so much. Follow us on Instagram, Thank at Girls so Podcast. Follow us it everywhere else. We love you and. We hope you have an amazing week. We hope this is a long episode. Makes up for the break. <laughs> Love you, bitches. I know you want this pump, but it's coming free. 21, maybe we could have some fun. 22, maybe we could rendezvous. 23, baby, you know talk is cheap. I know you want this pump, but it's coming free. Uh, hey, mister, I know you freaking deep with your big digger. But I've been wondering if you want to kick it with the big black sister. Sexy ass figure. You get the picture? Dark skin with them dark eyes. You like big with them big ties that kind of love and take you to paradise I know your chick bad but it's chick nice When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.